K's, two A's in America. Three K's, two A's, America. Three K's, two A's in America. Damn, I feel amazing. Damn, damn, we got a Welcome to Black on Both Sides. I'm one half of your host, King Kunta 3X. The other half of your host is my esteemed colleague, Mr. B. Honest. What up, B? How you doing? What's going on, man? What's going on, listeners? Listeners, we're glad for you to swing on by and holler at us. Yeah. Just to let you know, social media, if you want to talk to us, I'm at King Kunta 3X on Instagram. And I'm also at NTS79 on Twitter. Um, my esteemed colleague here is at B. Hanan. B-H-O-N-N, whatever. Bihanan. It's phonetic. <laughs> That's on Instagram and Twitter. And as always, you know, if you like what we're doing, show us a little love. Give us a five-star review on iTunes. We appreciate it. Help other people find the show. And if you really want to holler at me and Mr. B on us here, you know, it's, you know, just an email to rarsonnets.com. Ask to get into the Slack room. The Slack room is where... Uh, a lot of the on-air talent of the Rare Science Network and friends and family pretty much have a Royal Rumble every day, all day. But let's get to it. I got to give a, a birthday shout out first, man. Go for it. Happy birthday to my firstborn. He's grown and sexy today, 25. Happy birthday, nice. son. That's good. I, that's, that's, that's wonderful. He's, he shares the same birthday month as Beyonce. Yeah, but my son now wants to do podcasting. He thinks he wants to do a solo show, much like Man of the Great. Bring him on. Let's holler at him. Get the feet wet. Yeah. But, but today is week one. So I wanted to talk about a couple things, but my, uh, my testosterone will not let me comment on Hot Girl Summer until we talk about today is opening day in the NFL. Right, right. So it's been a wonderful day. It's been a beautiful day to watch football. Listeners, if you've been sticking with us, yes, the boycott is over. (laughs) Colin Kaepernick has received his monies. Beyonce and I have decided that we are no longer boycotting. All of my Hotep relatives are back into it. We are back. As we sit here recording, I'm wearing a Dallas Cowboys jersey right now. Uh, You know you love it. I hate the Cowboys. You know you love it. (laughs) All right, man. So last time we chatted about football, listeners, bear with us. We talked about Anthony, Anthony, Antonio, Antonio Antonio Brown, Brown. Mr. AB. Remember that? We talked a little bit about all the shenanigans he got himself into. Yeah. Yeah. They worked out for him though, huh? That's what you think. So listeners, just catch up. Last time we talked about Mr. Brown refusing to wear the helmet that the league said that he could no longer, I mean, refusing to wear a helmet that's complying with the league's policies despite being no knowing that he'd have to change his helmet uh, about five years ago and then getting a reminder about two years ago and then the fact that his helmet hasn't been made in 11 years, he still was going to try to fight it. Uh, it didn't work out. Um, because he couldn't wear his helmet, he was not going to the practices. Uh, he fro- had frostbitten feet because out of all of his years being a professional athlete, he forgot you should wear shoes inside of a cryogenic chamber. Uh, I don't remember what happened after that, but these last week or so, things got a little bit worse. Uh, so because uh, Mr. Brown was not practicing and showing up to games uh, and whatnot, engaging in team activities, he was he was uh, fined. And he received a letter, a very discreet private letter from the general manager of the Oakland Raiders, Mike Mayock, with a very paltry fine. I think it was, uh, I don't know, $13,000, $10,000, $15,000, 20000 max. Nothing, money. change. Right. 
And Mr. Brown decided to post that discreet <laughs> inner office communication on social media. And then he decided that everybody was hating on him. He then proceeded to unfollow the Raiders organization and the quarterback Derek Carr. The next day at practice, Mr. Brown shows up and walks up to the general manager who's minding his own damn business, general managing and whatnot, and tells him, hey, let's have a match. They get into an argument, and Antonio Brown apparently calls him a cracker. And we all know that white America views that as a racial slur and threatened to go into blows with Mr. Maycock, his boss, and threatened to punch him in the face. They had to be separated by team members the next day. Probably after Mr. Brown realizing that the Raiders have not actually paid him anything to this point. You want to know why? Because he ain't showed up to shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he hadn't showed up to shit, so they really haven't paid him anything to this point. And he, I guess he was informed his contract could be voided. That means he'd missed the whole $30 million, which is split over the next two years, or was, Ooh. under the Raiders' contract. Ooh. So he decides he was naughty. And so he apologizes Briefly, tersely, unbelievably, and just wants to move forward. The next day, or actually later on that day, listeners, what happens when you try to pick a fight with your boss? How does that work? Does it go well? <laughs> Probably doesn't. So he thought all was, you know, bygones be bygones, all water on the bridge. Nah, man. He got another letter from Mr. Mike Mayock informing him he's being fined $215,000 for fucking with him. Fair. Sounds fair I'd to me. I'd say so. I'd say so. You know, you you don't you don't challenge your boss to a fist fight in front of all of the employees and call him a cracker. Him a cracker. <laughs> right. We all know that you know white America views cracker as a racial slur, or maybe, or some people. I do too. I do too. Actually, explain. I just consider it a racial slur. I don't think it's appropriate to call. I don't think it's appropriate for white people to call black people niggas, and I don't think it's appropriate for. Black people call white people crackers. I just don't. Let me ask you a question. What? I'm going to ask you just to step into, you know, a, a, a white person's, a complete white person's shoes. How do you think they feel when they're called a cracker? What do you think it, you know, it, it brings up, you know, hundreds of years of racial disparity and being treated less than you, you think they're really, you know, are, are very offended by it. What, what do you think? You tell me, I, I would, I wouldn't know. No, it's tell just, me. it's just totally nuanced. Like if I call you a bitch right now, you don't really care. But if I call a girl a bitch, she's getting, she gets mad because it's the nuance of it. Girls call each other bitch all the time. But if you call them a bitch or something, it's all nuanced. So when you say that word, as a matter of fact, I've never, not ever in my life, not even one time called a white person that, ever. But there are many others, and there are many black slurs, too. That they, they, I just don't like them. The, the point of it is to offend, and when you're trying to offend someone, I don't care what words you use, I don't like it. Well, I, I have never called a white person a cracker because I don't find it to be a credible insult. I just, I just... Think I can do better freehanding it right. than calling them someone a cracker. But I, I digress. We're on a tangent here. So he called his boss a cracker in front of all the employees and threatened to punch him in the face. And so he received a letter informing him he was being fined 250,000 racks. And here's the kicker. His contract was essentially now going to be unguaranteed, meaning he'd be playing on a week-to-week -week basis. 
Yep. So that $30 million he thought he was going to have, oh no, he'd have to earn it on a week-to-week basis. I want to give a hand clap to the Oakland Raiders and their head coach and I guess, you know, co-manager John, John Gruden for doing what they needed to do to try to get back some control of their team and their locker room, the young players. Right. That, you know, that's what they should have done. You can't go into any business place and act an entire whole ass against your employer without any real plausible gripe of that particular employer. Because the NFL is not the Raiders. The Raiders are a member of the NFL. Right. The Raiders have done nothing to Antonio Brown but verbally support him until the last few days. So this promised him $30 million. So this, this isn't real nigga shit? Well, let's follow the string out. So at this point, I'm thinking, this nigga done lost his mind. He's something wrong. He's crazy, deranged, insane. How do you fuck up a $30 million bag? Who does that shit? Over a helmet. Over lots of shit. I mean, this nigga didn't even want to show up to walkthrough. Be honest, he, he didn't come to a walkthrough. Do you know what a walkthrough is in the NFL? We talking about practice. Practice? We gonna argue about I don't know. practice. It's not even practice. It's a walkthrough. So a walkthrough means that typically a team the night before a game, any game, they go in their hotel, they go to like a ballroom or a cafeteria, <laughs> and people just right. walk through well, a couple of places. You go here, I go here. This is where I go. This is where I sit. Like that. It's very slow. No Got running. Yeah, no running cool, involved. Cool. I'm gonna get some rest. I'm gonna get some rest too. The end. He didn't even. That's that was the that was the fine for missing a practice and a walkthrough, and so you know. Long story short, the Raiders had really done absolutely fucking nothing to Antonio Brown, nothing, except fine him for essentially what we call in the regular world, no show, no call, absences, or no call, no show, or that same thing. Um, so. They tell him his money's no longer guaranteed, to which AB does what AB does and goes to social media and says, you know, pretty much niggas be hating, everybody's hating, release me. I won't play for you. I won't play it down. <laughs> and so, you know, the nigga got his wish. Right. So that same day, all the talking heads, the Stephen A. Smiths of the world, the Shannon Sharps, everybody's like, well, you know, kudos to the Raiders. That's what he get. This is a bad look. He's making it bad for everybody. The owners are going to say, this is why we don't give you niggas money. Because when we guarantee you money, you act a whole ass. Be honest, do you know who Stone Cold Steve Austin is? Uh, I know he's a wrestler, but I don't really watch that shit, so I didn't... I understand, but you, oh, you, know, you forgot his theme music of the Broken Glass. Here come the fucking Patriots. The Patriots signed this nigga. They don't even need him, but it's good for him. The same day the nigga got fired. They gave him $9 million up front. And the contract's supposed to be $15 million, And so I'm sure they got all kinds of safeguards. It's a one-year contract? Yeah. Okay. So he basically getting about the same then. No, no. They, so he got nine million. He didn't have any signing bonus on his last contract. Right. I mean, overall, overall, if he. If no, 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 no. He still lost. The, he's still going to be about maybe half that 30 million short because that nine million is part of that 15 million, I think. Right. But if. But well, he, he had a 30 minute. He had a 30 million dollar guaranteed contract for two years with the Raiders. He fucked all. He fucked at least half that off. 
Let's go. So he basically is going to end up with half of that, and it's not guaranteed. Maybe. Yeah, and it's not guaranteed. Maybe. So I'm thinking this nigga has mental issues. And so AB is an elite, maybe top two or three receiver in football. It's not It's not questionable. Right. It's not something yeah. up for debate. Absolutely. Either you like uh, uh, Julio Jones or you like AB. That's really, you know, the end. Right. Or you stand for OBJ, but still, he's top three at the least. Right. And the production matches. There's been no, there hasn't been anyone in the history of the league that's had the type of numbers AB has had for the last five years whose name was not Jerry Rice. That's it. So, you know, that goes to show you that, you know, if you're talented enough in sports at least, you will always get a second chance, which is not normally how it goes in life. And our sports, and maybe entertainment to some extent are a little bit different. So I'm thinking this nigga just got lucky. Yep. Be honest. Did you see the, the the what he tweeted out of when the Raiders told him they released him? Did you see that video? No. So I'm thinking this nigga got mental problems. He fucked off a bag. Somehow another New England came through and took a shot. You know, if he don't work out for them, they'll cut you in a minute. New England is New England is not with the shits. As Randy Moss. Ask Randy Moss, fuck, ask Tom Brady. Yeah. Ask Tom Brady. They just fired Tom Brady's best friend. They made Tom Brady stand in an entire goddamn preseason game in full gear to watch his damn <laughs> successor play. All four quarters. He had to stand there in all gear. Anyway, so they don't play around. That was until, so I'm thinking this is just an accident. Then I saw this video of how this how AB reacted when he got the news that he was being released by the Raiders. B, do you know what he did? I didn't see it. He jumps up, goes, yay, 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 super happy. Runs outside like a kid with his arms out like an airplane. Fucking joyful. <laughs> gleeful. Happy as shit. Now, here's what doesn't make sense. Before A.B. signed the deal with Oakland, the Patriots were one of the teams that was trying to work out a deal with Pittsburgh to secure services. But that didn't work out. And one of the things that the Raiders had to give up for A.B. was some draft picks. So maybe the Patriots didn't want to part those draft picks. And that's how they got out. Or maybe Oakland was offering the most guaranteed money. I don't know. Long story short is they were a potential suitor back when he was trying to get out of Pittsburgh. Oh, in January. Right. This don't smell right, B. Man, you know, I think the pages are cheaters. They have been all this their don't smell right, all B. their championships are cheating championships, if you ask me. This don't smell right. I don't think Tom Brady's the best quarterback in top five of all time. Well, you know, that's up to you. If you want to be wrong, you can. But no, anyway, I mean, but if you, if, you, right. if you can cheat, and if you can cheat, and if that's okay, then yeah, he's one of the top five. But if cheating counts against you, fuck Tom Brady. Tom Brady's a let's cheater. Fo- let's focus here, B. So I, I guess what I'm saying is, I believe it's a 50-50 chance. There's some rough dice being shot, as my uncle would say. 50 50? There's some underhandedness going on. 50 50? No way. Come on, way more than that. New England has proven how shady they are. But I think there's really something wrong with AB. No, there is something wrong with him because he didn't have to sell it so hard. No, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't have to melt his feet off. He didn't have to do that. 
And he's certainly enough to run around like a child with his arms out, making air, like an airplane after he gets released and film the shit. Oh, I forgot the other thing he did. So right before he got released, he also released this, this kind of a Nike quality AB advertisement for AB in which he played an illegally recorded conversation between him and the Raiders head coach. Oh, that God. was the last straw. So, yeah. So sell it hard. No, I think that I think there's something wrong with this dude. Too. Yeah, they, he sold it too hard also. But yeah, there's there's got to be uh, something a little off about him. I think the Patriots say, hey, you know, you get here, you follow the Patriots way, we might can roll. But you remotely fuck up, I catch you slipping. Hey, you can either be Randy Moss. Yeah. Or you can be Ocho Cinco. Remember when they had Ocho Cinco and his ass to make it to game one? They cut him. Yeah, I remember Yep. So I don't know, man. Time will tell. We'll see. AB could not play today per the rules, but a lot of people did play today. Be honest. Do you remember who was the popular Super Bowl pick coming into the season? I don't know. I didn't In watch Ohio. I didn't, I didn't watch football last year. Oh, Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cleveland. Yeah, they got, yeah, man. Yeah, they got old Jarvis Landry. He's a dog. They got, they got OBJ. OBJ came in. Yeah. They got, you know, they got the, you know, uh, Nick Chubb. He's a good running back. And he's a former Georgia kid. He is. And they got this dude named Njoko uh, for, from the U. He has the U talent. You know, he could he could play with the U back when the U was good. Right. Got Baker Mayfield, Shake and Bake. May, might be MVP candidate. Right. <laughs> so they played the lowly Tennessee Titans today. Do you know who the Tennessee Titans quarterback is? Tennessee Titans quarterback has damn. You know what? I have no. This is how out of it I was. You see, see Ka- Kaepernick. I need you to understand something. Be honest. Totally gave up on that shit for basically two years. I've known so little about football. I don't even know who the quarterback is for many. Oh, you what? He's been there for long. Marcus Mariota. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The guy who came, you know Marcus Mariota is in a dog fight to keep his job. He wasn't that good in the pros though because he can't you know throw the football very well. So they had the opening game today. Where was it at? Cleveland. Oh, shit. I don't even know if LeBron was in the house. So OBJ running around, doing the one-handed catches and practice and shit. You know, Jarvis Landry's doing his little thing. They all dance, and you know they like to dance. Millennials. <laughs> Let's just get to cut to the chase, be honest. So I'm going I'm to give you three guesses. All right. Who do you think won the game, and what do you think the score was? By the way that you're acting, I'm assuming Tennessee won the game, and I think that the score was at least three touchdowns. You know what? We're going to stay right there. You don't need a three guess. So, as you surmise, Tennessee Titans with the upset. You want to? I'm going to give you the score. 43-13. to 13. Uh, I was close. B, we're we not talking about college football. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> B, that's not a professional score, sir. <laughs> I said three touchdowns. That's not that's not far off. They were three touchdowns. It actually, it actually is. It's, 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 it's more than three touchdowns. Everybody on that field get paid to do a job, B. <laughs> when you put your faith in Cleveland, they're, not, they're just not the same since the, since, uh, the Ravens left. It's not the same. Shit, man. I guess, man. And then the home team, the Dallas Cowboys, 
in a uh, division game against the lowly G-Men. Beat the dog shit out of the Giants. 35-17. Dak Prescott with a perfect QBR. Zeke Elliott, not a lot of yards. First action in forever, but he did get a touchdown. Score one for the good guys. B, you haven't seen the Falcons score, so I'm going to leave all of that a mystery. Remember when we talked about Colin Kaepernick and Jay-Z and the Miami Dolphins and our good buddy, Kenny Stills? Yes. Did you know that Kenny Stills got traded about two weeks ago? I didn't know that. He did. So that would have been uh, before his comments. Or right, think? or right about the same? No, it had to be before. Nah, couldn't be. That's crazy. <laughs> so the coach, Brian Flores, black dude, Latin name, from Do or Die, Bad Style, so one of the five boroughs in, in New York. So he's essentially got his hands on the team. It's all under control. You got the pro-Trump owner. We're all ready to go. Urgh, football. Right. They played the Baltimore Ravens today featuring Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is your stereotypical quick feats quarterback, meaning he can't really throw very well, or so they say. Be honest, do you want to guess... The, the Dolphins and Baltimore score today. <laughs> I'm gonna help you out. I'm gonna help you out. Uh, the Dolphins didn't win. Okay, so then the Ravens. I say that. I think that was probably pretty close, though. Just give me your best bet. Give me your best shot. Give me a shot. Uh, Throw something out there. Twenty-one seventeen. Okay. You ready? Yep. Fifty-nine to ten. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Be honest. <laughs> These are professional football players, man. Everybody on the field is being paid to do a specific job and paid well. Oh, man. <laughs> the quarterback with the quick feats, man, he had almost 300 yards. He had like five or six touchdowns. What the hell are we doing? Well, that's what they get, man. That's what they get. That's what they get. On the, you know, that's you know, look at God. Look at God saying, don't act ugly. Anyway, right. so you'll have to tell me later about the Falcons. So, and uh, so, so far, pretty good, pretty good uh, football day. Yesterday was shit. My alma mater lost. Ah, that's what I thought. I was wondering why you jumped over that so quickly. I'm glad you went back a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you know, whatever the fuck it I'm, is. Man. Yeah, yeah, y'all were supposed to be back. We ain't nowhere. We're right. Yeah, we back all right. Right back where we fucking started. Oh, anyway, okay, um, okay. Yeah, you know, if only the Georgia Bulldogs could could come through to make us feel better. I digress. <laughs> Speaking of other disappointing shit. I sang the song, man. Leave me alone. And we're done with that. You know, we probably ain't going to see y'all this year the way it's looking. But uh, so Serena Booty. Yo, you hey. You Open's finals. Serena's booty is different. Even more different her. Yes. Am I wrong or am I right? You know you're right. Ooh. She she running in a different crowd. So she was <laughs> in the US Open Finals and she did not win in the US Open Finals. Right. As that means she's been making it to finals pretty routinely over the last six, seven months and has not won. What is the thing that's most different about Serena that we can say is is unusual? Besides that booty being way bigger. Or this what might be done a, in the last, I don't know, nine to 10, 11 months that she hadn't done before. That booty is a byproduct of what she's done. What, what do you think she's done? That, I know what she's done. That baby. 
Kids ruin everything, man. Yeah, fucking kids. Kids have ruined the single most, well, not single, arguably one of the most talented, decorated athletes of modern history. One kid. It's brought it all crashing down. Yeah. Yeah. Be honest. Um, what do you think about it? Do you think she regrets it? I think so. I think she can't say it out loud because, you know, she's a black woman and, you know, women are you know, pro kids and then black women have to be pro whatever white women are. So it'd be against her her brand if she were to come out and say it. So I hope she doesn't say it. But I think, she, you know, when she thinks about it, I think she's like, damn, I could have got at least two more, you know what I'm saying? Two more, whatever they call it when you win more than, what is it called when you win a lot of them? Oh, slam? well, multiple slam? slams. She's won multiple yeah. tournaments. Yeah, she's. this was a grand slam, meaning it's one of the big ones. Yeah. I'm not saying it right. This is a slam. When you win more than Fuck, man, I don't know. I don't play tennis. I ain't paid attention to tennis since Andre Agassi had hair, man. I don't know. Well, I think she was still a contender is what I'm saying. I think she was still good enough to, to be a contender. And now she's good enough to get to the finals as it, as it shows. But she can't close. Yeah. Speaking of close, just changing gears, man. Do you know when summer's officially over? Uh, the 20th or something, 23rd, something like that. So we got, you know, about what, two more weeks of hot girl summer? Shit, it's 95 degrees in Atlanta right now. I'm just saying, hot girl, hot girl summer is that still? So is that over in two weeks? Um, you would think so. You would think so. Well, looks like somebody done pulled the plug on that shit early. <laughs> Have you heard the news about Nicki Minaj? I heard she said she's retiring. Bitch done dropped the mic. Uh, you buying that? Hell no. Yeah. When that money get a little bit low, she'll be back. She's pretty rich though, so I don't. I don't know that. Um. Well, what, what, was she rich? Notice you didn't use the W word. Yeah, she's not wealthy. She's rich. But doesn't she have that, um, she has a show on uh, Apple Music, right? Who the fuck watches that shit or listens to that shit? You don't even know the name of it. I think a lot of those Barbie people do. I think Unless she got a, got a fucking Patreon or uh Well, no, it's a contract. It's a deal. It's, that's a show. So she gets paid for it. Or a cash it. app or some shit. No, I mean, no, she gets paid for the show. Like, they, Apple pays her. She's got a contract with Apple. Yeah. Uh, all right, man, if you say so. All I know is that, you know, she says she's stopping to go have a family. Last I checked, having a family ain't got shit to do with your raps. Let me ask you a question, though. Do you think Nicki Minaj is good enough to do anything and not also rap? Like, can she can she maintain her place in the world if she's not considered a rapper? Do you think she's talented in anything else? I guess is my question. <clears throat> Leaning close. Hell to the no, to the no, no, no. Hell to the no, to the no, no. Hell no, man. How, how do you feel about her being a rapper though? What's her, what's her, what's her status as a rapper? Don't you think she's? What do you mean? Of, what's her status? She's, she's one of the top females of all time, right? You know, yeah, I'm gonna have to say so. You yeah, know, why? I, I think so. Album sales. Yeah, I think so. She's and she's talented. Held it down by herself for so long when when female rap was essentially on life support. She was the yeah. only one. She's talented, but I don't think that she's talented enough at anything else to not also be a rapper simultaneously. She has to be have have she has to have the threat of putting the album out at all times. Like that has to be her, her pistol has to be on her side. She can't put her pistol down. Her pistol is rap. Be honest, about twenty years from now, when me and you are wearing Tommy Bahama shirts and straw hats and got crinkled up gold chains and smelling like polo and change. <laughs> This bitch gonna be doing this little Kim stuff. Oh God! That's what she gonna be doing. She gonna be not. out there, you know, 
then got stuffed into a sausage casing trying to trying to pop it for pop it for pimp. I hope not. We ashing these old ass rhymes. That's probably where it's gonna wind up. Cause I remember uh, Nicki Minaj before she got all that surgery and stuff. She wasn't. Wait, 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 damn minute! Hold the fuck up! You know what I forgot? That bitch is our age. <laughs> yeah, so she might she might still be trying to pop it though. Shit, she better get some stem cells. Technology's gonna be different in twenty years, man. <laughs> We're gonna still look young in twenty years. You know who the fuck's not looking young. Man, it's your boy, old Marty Mart. Ooh, yeah, Martin Lawrence is got. He looks like he got uh, soaked in water, and he just and he absorbed that shit. Yeah, <laughs> he like a vine of sausage. Yeah, he actually really do look like Big Mama now. You see that Bad Boys <laughs> Three trailer? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, I did. <laughs> do you want to watch it, or you want me to ruin it for you? You can ruin it. So here's the plot. Martin got old. <laughs> <laughs> the end. He's not on the same Will Smith diet. So Mike Lowry, Mike Lowry, Mike Lowry, Mike Lowry, Mike Lowry been being, been, been, be, being Mike Lowry. He ain't never stopped being Mike Lowry. Right. Martin, I forget his name on Bad Boys. I don't remember. Marty Mart. Martin, look like Martin does right now. But look, though, Will Smith is older than Martin. Lowry. I understand what you're saying. No, but by a few years. I understand the words that are coming out of your mouth. <laughs> so the whole the theme I get, this, is, this looks like one of those movies where the trailer tells me what the fuck the entire movie's about. Remember the last time you saw a trailer like that? Yeah. What was the last like one you saw where you, you felt like, oh, that's the whole goddamn movie? They're all like that to me. I, I'm, I'm too good at guessing movies. Uh, no, nah, Marvel. Marvel. For Marvel proper movie, I know you mean, I know which ones are exactly the Marvel Studios movies, they do a good job of giving you bullshit. Some of it may not even be in the fucking movie. But the last one I saw where I feel like it's the goddamn movie, ergo I don't have to see the movie, is that Hobbs and Shaw shit. I feel like he done showed me the whole movie. I don't need to go see two more hours of what the fuck he just showed me. The Rock and Jason Statham making jokes about each other, uh, doing stunts and shit, and Idris Elba is super nigga. That's, I got it. And he's a bad guy. Right. I don't. I don't need to see all that shit. So, so that's how I feel. So that about bad boys. Uh, the whole premise appears to be that Mike Lowry kept it pimping, pimping, and all this entire time, old Marty Mar got old as fuck. Didn't take care of himself. I'm it's wrong. scary as shit. Can't see. And they going on one <laughs> last run. I'm wrong too, man. Will Smith is actually three years younger than Mike. It don't Lewis. look like it. It yeah. don't look like it. Yeah, man, Martin's so fat, his voice done changed. Th- that's how Dave Chappelle was to me, too, when he came back. All right, well, let's switch to that. So, I know for a fact, but we can talk about it, that you saw the Chappelle uh, special, the new one, Sticks yeah. and Stones. I saw this shit, too. I mean, that's like, to me, that's like appointment viewing. Right. It's like, I don't know. I was, I was in Instagram, and I saw he had a new one, and immediately when I got in my car after work, I turned that shit on Netflix, because, you know, he's not a physical comedian, like, say, a Cat Williams, something like that, so I don't really need to see him doing shit right. to listen. What you think about it, man? I thought it was really good. I did, too. Now, I'm not going to say it was his best work, but it's, it's pretty good. It's, man, it's they mad at that nigga. <laughs> Yeah, but but the, I think that the the problem they're gonna have with him is he doesn't really he's not beholden. Fuck? Yeah, he's not beholden to any of those. 
he's not beholden to any of the people that have to sign that check. He could he could he could honestly like really go to YouTube and just do it himself if even if Netflix flicks backed out. And he already got his money I'm, from them. I'm gonna go another step. He's already cashed those checks. Yeah. As he said in the special, you saw my face, you clicked on me. (laughs) Right. So I'm not going to ruin any of the jokes. If you haven't seen Chappelle Sticks and Stones, you should watch it, but go in knowing he's going to piss everybody off. He pissed me off. Uh, He didn't piss me off. The MJ's kid stuff, I thought. I thought it was funny. He didn't didn't piss me off at all. I don't know, man. You got kids. But in any event. Yeah, but I mean, okay, so hold on. Before we go any further, I mean, you know, the No Nonsense show has, we've been carrying that torch for a long time as far as like the whole idea of people being offended and, you know, one of our mantras is sometimes people just need to laugh. And I think that that's really what Sticks and Stones was about. was like, you know, hey, yeah, there's some things that are a little touchy-feely, but I'm going to tell some jokes about some of this stuff. And if it's funny, just feel free to laugh. I know people are saying they felt guilty that they were laughing, but they still laughed. I didn't feel guilty for laughing. This stuff was funny. I liked everything, like I said, but the MJ stuff. The MJ stuff, I was like, eh, this is not going to age well. Yeah. But, but other than that, you know, it is where it is. But yeah. I'm not a fucking millennial. Right. Speaking of uh, comedy... Man, fuck, man. Thoughts and prayers to Kevin Hart. That nigga fucked up. Yeah, they, they're not really releasing any real information, but they the things they or keep real saying... real pictures. The, the things that they're saying are fucking awful. Like three, was it three fractures in his spine? Yeah. How do these niggas notice in, say he's making a full recovery the same day if all this shit's coming out? They can't. How the fuck do you know? They can't. The niggas gotta learn to walk again. Yeah, they, see, they, they tease that. They tease the fact that he's gonna have to learn to walk again. He starts physical therapy, blah, 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 blah. They kind of blah, blah, blah everything. But what I heard was this nigga he's gotta learn to make a to, full recovery. He's gotta walk. He's gotta learn to walk again. That means he's done. He's done in the spotlight for, I would say, at least at least six months to nine months. Um, I don't know if he's coming back. Ooh, because he he has a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, you know, this is bizarre, man. Let's 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 uh let's get metaphysical on this shit. Remember how I've been complaining, maybe not here, but in the Slack room about why is this nigga doing all this shit? I'm tired of him. Right, I was full too. He was just stacking chips. Yeah. Maybe subconsciously he knew he only had a very limited window. In which to stack chips Right That's crazy Mind blown Scary Scary What's that? It's scary Yeah it is Yeah it is man I mean I, I wish Kevin Hart Speedy recovery He's not my favorite comedian But he's a damn good comedian Yeah not even close And to What was that? It's not. He's not even close to my favorite comedian But I still respect his work ethic And I expect respect his work And you know it sucks because With me Teasing about getting a motorcycle. This nigga wasn't even on a motorcycle. He was in a, 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 a car, not just a car, but a, a tank. It was an old school car. Yeah, Chevelle or some shit like that. Yeah. 1970 Chevelle or something. And I, and the crazy thing is, how is he the only one that got fucked up? Because he wasn't the only one in the car. Illuminati, man. Maybe was, maybe he didn't sign the paper. Well, <clears throat> Kunta's mom, who all she does because she's older, is watch television all day. She told me that his bodyguards apparently moved him from the scene of the accident. What? So he was in shock, and I guess, you know, not feeling everything, they apparently moved him. You know what? You know what? Okay, now that you're bringing something back to my mind, 
it sounds like he was fucking driving, and they and he and he didn't want to be responsible for whatever happened, so they pretended like he wasn't driving. I think that nigga was driving. That's why they, they that's why they switched everything around and moved everything around. They probably injured him more. Of course they did. The nigga's spine was broken. They moved him. Well, damn. Anyway, any event, shit's all sad. I mean, I I hope that he has a recovery, but I don't anticipate hearing anything from Kevin Hart for at least five, six years. Oof. And that's just, I mean, that is what it is. But thankfully for him, his kids, his wife's, uh, he should be financially set. He was a uh, he was a fitness buff, though. I wonder if he's gonna come back looking like Martin Lawrence. Spine injuries are difficult, man. I don't know. Yeah, I remember he used to always say health is wealth. That was been his thing like the last two or three years. Yeah, you know he's working with you know famous trainers like guys on Instagram and like just train or something. Trainer to the stars. They have all these five Ks. They would run all over the United States right. and other countries. And you know Kevin was doing all these you know gymnastic movements and shit and right. eight pack. Right, that's what I'm saying. He was really that's doing all it. all gone now. Now this nigga has to learn how to walk. Eesh. It's fucked up, man. So listeners, people out there. Don't take shit for granted. It could be gone in the blink of an eye. Yeah. Speaking of things that could be gone in the blink of an eye, did you know? Yeah, we're going to talk about chicken sandwiches. We're not done with that shit. <laughs> so first things first is, um, why do we have to be so niggerish? Why? You so said, we told you that Popeyes ran out of the goddamn sandwich. Didn't we say that, didn't we say that on this show? We did, even on, even on this show. That wouldn't do niggas. A nigga is suing Popeyes for running out of the goddamn sandwich. Oh, my God. I don't have any details. I saw this shit. I, who the fuck is his attorney? That motherfucker should lose his license. <laughs> right. <laughs> nigga, I digress. Chick-fil-A. And still, champion of the chicken sandwich. They added a little bit of problems, man. You heard about this shit? I they did. tried I... to expand. What happened? They tried to put a chicken Chick Fil A location up in Canada. It didn't go well. How? Why not? They protested the hell out of that shit. You want to know why? Because the gay thing, as Chappelle would say, them alphabet people. So, fuck Canada, man. You don't want some of these delicious homophobic chicken sandwiches. That's on you. More for us, nigga. Whatever. I so concur. I don't know. I guess they kept the doors open. So eventually, somebody got in there, got a sandwich, and they probably say, "Hey, wait a goddamn minute!" Wee <laughs> wee. Oui, oui. Whoa, hold the fuck up! You get a little of this, get some waffle fries, get some of that Polynesian sauce. You know, right. now you got something here. Let's go pick up the Bible. What does it really say? Um, <laughs> speaking of motherfuckers, and what do they really say? Transition. Uh, Remember that actor on Grey's Anatomy, the black dude, Isaiah Washington, that got kicked off because he was homophobic? Said some shit he shouldn't have said. Uh-oh. Remember that? I do. I remember that guy. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, I do. I remember that. I remember that happening. Nobody. Not a soul. Not even a little bit. Silent. This nigga comes out and says he's a Trump supporter. Three days ago. Maybe four days ago. <laughs> Why? I don't know. He got so he says this shit on social media. Uh, he's got a lot of dark secrets, I think. And um, for some reason, I don't know why. Maybe the nigga was bored. I don't know. 
Matt Barnes responded to this nigga and said, yo, old Uncle, you know, Uncle Tom, whatever. Do you know who Matt Barnes is, B? Yeah, of course. Do you, what do you know? Do you know anything of his reputation as, as a dude? Um, not so much about him as a dude. I mean, play as ball player, I do, but not so much as a dude. I know that him and um, Fish got into it over a woman. Well, he gets into it a lot with a lot of people. You know how some niggas, some people, it's like you know, like you, like if you were were in a location and some nigga was talking crazy to you, and he's about your age and he has braids. What you gonna do? You gonna probably gonna find a way to peace out of that situation. <laughs> Just because he has braids? Yeah, because you know people our age should not still be having braids. That that's telling you something right there. Double OG, triple OG, you know GC, right? G six GOC nigga named Melvin, right? Probably a felon. Yeah, that's like oh okay no I got to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of who Matt Barnes is. Don't let that. Don't let that mixed hair fool you. That's Matt Barnes' reputation inside of the NBA and outside of the NBA. He's not really somebody you want to smoke with. He's the type of nigga that would might could wind up at your front door. Yeah, he's going the extra mile. He'll drive. He'll drive miles to get to you. He has bail money. He does. Right. And he makes sure he keeps it on him at all times. Right. I don't want to get the tweets. I'm going to paraphrase. Okay. So essentially... Isaiah Washington responded to Matt Barnes. You know what? Fuck it. You know, we, I don't want to misquote anybody because the shit got out of hand real quick. And, you know, I, I don't want, you know, anyone thinking that, you know, I've said something wrong, particularly Mr. Barnes, because I do live in LA county area and I'm not that far up the boulevard. If he thinks I've said something untoward or out of hand, uh, Mr. Barnes, in my opinion, goes in the uh, Jay Prince, Mike Tyson, and Ray Lewis section of things. <laughs> God damn. I just don't fuck with them. Neither should you. Respect. <laughs> Respect. On the name at all times. That is the only way to keep peace. Keep hope alive. All right. So right. I got the tweet. <clears throat> so. Actually, it started out in the shade room. Oh, or real DL DL Hughley posted some shit from the shade room about Isaiah Washington coming out as a Trump supporter. Matt Barnes doing what he does, doing what normal niggas do. Just you know, what's DL talking about today? What's the shade room talking about today? Your boy King Kunta does it. I don't know if Beyonce do it, but I do it. So Matt Barnes threw out a little something to the shade to to DL Hughley. Say, oh, his career must be struggling. And he wants some attention. <laughs> I'm gonna say it again. <laughs> Matt Barnes. Again, I just told you what box you put him in. I put him in. Be honest, you can do what you want. Right. He does not live in Georgia. So, yeah, you got time. As for me, I'm local and reachable. Mike Tyson, Ray Lewis, Jay Prince. Just respect on the name at all times. Right. Matt Barnes just said his career must be struggling and he wants some attention. That's it. I'm sure other people said all sorts of crazy shit in there. Right. I mean, I'm sure the comments were crazy. So what does this nigga Isaiah Washington respond? He adds Matt Barnes and says, mention my name again and we handle it. Like you said, I'm struggling, nigga. Hmm. Strong words. Be honest, was he done? Of course not. Nope. Matt Barnes, you couldn't watch 
You couldn't and wouldn't survive in my shoes for a week. Watch what you say about people when you have kids. Let me say that again. Watch what you say about people when you have kids. Crazy things can change your way of life in a heartbeat. This isn't a game. Wow. My life and career has been under attack for years, and I'm more relevant and impactful than you, son. I.W. Isaiah Washington. <laughs> Matt Barnes responds. I'm pretty sure Isaiah Washington lives in California. That's, that he's in working. He's trying to be a working actor. That's where he would be. Matt Barnes. <clears throat> At the real Isaiah Washington. Now you want to act like you don't see my DM, Uncle Tom, nigga? Is that the end of it, B? Of course not. So I'm going to paraphrase the next part. So essentially, Isaiah responds that not only did he see it, but now his legal team sees it. Question, be honest. What part of the game is it when you can fucking threaten a man's children and expect it to be cool and then go think you're going to run to the law? What part of the game is that? I don't, I didn't, I don't know where that's from. Do you? Ain't, ain't no part. <laughs> that ain't no part of the game. So Isaiah Washington, if you so happen to listen if, to this show, if you are under the sound of King Kunta's voice, if I were you, I'd go to my latest, my nearest Walmart. Perhaps the Dick Sporting Goods. Be honest, they have Dick Sporting Goods out in Georgia. They do have Dicks here. Yeah, Dick Sporting Goods. I would purchase some home defense <laughs> because Matt Barnes is going to show up. And I don't care what restraining orders you have. Right. I don't care what L.A. County Sheriff you call. Matt Barnes is going to see you before you see him. Wow. And when you, when you threaten a man's family, you got to be ready. Yeah. You got to be ready. Yeah. So we'll see what happens, man. Story unfolding. Story unfolding. Like I said, and I can't go any further into this, but Isaiah Washington got some secrets anyway. He got some, he got some demons that are... Eventually going to be coming out anyway, so you know. I guess, man. This, this is my. This may be the catalyst. Mm, perhaps. So, do we have that moon landing conversation? You and I, we've never had a moon landing conversation. You think they did it when they said they did it? I think uh, we did, though. I think, I think so. we had the conversation, but you think they did that shit? I think so. At any point, or when they said they do it, did it? Uh, at some point. All right. Did you know India was trying to do a moon landing? With what? <laughs> nigga, with rockets and shits. No, India got a, got a nuclear... Uh, India has nukes, man. No, man, get out of here. Stop it. What the fuck are you talking about? You don't this know show, this just... Hey, look, this show, we try, to, we try to maintain a certain level of credibility. You fucking with our credibility right now, man. Nigga, <laughs> India has nukes, man. Come on, man. Okay, sometimes people just need to laugh. I get it. Come on, man. So anyway, wow, we really going to do this? Beyond? So India wanted to put some shit on the moon, okay? And they were, you know, they wanted to switch it up and do some different shit, okay? Uh-huh. They don't want to just do a regular moon landing because it's been done. So they wanted to put a lander on the dark side of the moon. Right. So they shot the shit off. Okay. Okay. And the shit landed on the dark side of the moon. If you say so. And they can't contact the shit anymore. <laughs> now, what they've been able to tell via telescopes and computer calculations and shit is that the shit didn't land quite where it's supposed to land, but they can't talk to the rover. It's just not, it's not. <laughs> like, Hello, are you there? I cannot hear you. Hello. No, it's not working. So I don't, I don't know, man. So you know what I think about this shit? What? 
They violated the code. I'm waiting. There's a reason we didn't go back to the moon. Because... Someone told us to stop it. Someone like... Who would have some shit on the moon. Stop being coy, man. Us? Who? No, not us, nigga. Not us. No, not humanity. No. Russia? No, not humanity. Not Russia. Oh, Satan? No, not Satan, man. Scientific shit. Satan, Satan. People from not here. People from not Terran. Non-Terrans. Non-Earthian people. Oh, you believe in aliens? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so you got aliens have, pitch it, having a barbecue and shit. You know, it's about to be Labor Day is lit. Oh, this and they be fucking around all of a sudden. Some, they see a random firecracker. So, they, you know, so they had that shit had to be dealt with. Uh, now, if Trump was worth a damn, you know, he, he probably they would probably tell Trump to tell them, hey, man, you can't be doing that shit. You're going to fuck it up for everybody. Right. And, you know, we not all trying to be like, you know, fucking... Enslave all of humanity So Long story short They can't contact the shit They're probably not Going to contact the shit They're probably not Going to do it again So yes They really did Shoot some shit to the moon They thought the shit landed Ain't talking back to them So What what is on What do they say Do they disclose What is actually on the projectile What capabilities No man They can't contact it (laughs) They got no pictures No nothing They're using like, you know, uh, algorithms and (laughs) telescopes here to calculate where they think it landed. Right. But no, the shit's not talking and no pictures. Damn. Man, they put some shit in Debo's backyard. That's what the fuck happened. Damn. Yeah. So keep your head on a swivel, people. I don't know. Um... All right, let's hurry. Let's... We we about to get up out of here, folks. Uh, Before we go any further, I just want to, uh, you know, tell people that you know, from King Kunta personally, you know, this Hurricane Dorian tragedy is crazy. You know, I've never been in the Bahamas, so I know a few people from the Bahamas. You know, thoughts and prayers is some bullshit. I wish there was more that I can do. But I was reading something uh, just earlier today that said there are approximately 70,000 people homeless now as a result of Hurricane Dorian. I don't know how many people have died, but it's quite a few. And, you know, it's just some crazy shit, man. It, yeah. it really is. Um, you know, between that, you know, and the Kevin Hart thing, you know, you really got to, you know, don't take life for granted. Anything can change in the blink of an eye. Yeah. Speaking of shit changing in the blink of an eye. All right, B. You remember we talked about on this show a college uh, scandal where you had rich people, particularly actresses and actors, uh, trying to uh, pay money and paying money under the table, over the table, around the table to get their kids into various schools across the United States. You remember that? We talked about that. It had a, uh, Uncle, uh, what's her name? Uh, Uncle Jesse's wife. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Becky. Aunt Becky was part of it. Lori Laughlin. Felicity Huffman. Right. She's part of it. And um, so... So Felicity Huffman is up for sentencing. Do you want to you want to uh, guess how much the prosecutor suggests that Felicity Huffman should should go to jail for her part in this in this scandal of paying millions of dollars in some instances to get children to the front of the line and around everyone else into various schools across the United States. This this cheating scandal. You want to. Know how uh, long they suggested she go to jail? Three months. 
Oh, be honest. How could you? Three months? She's a working actress, be honest. Okay. What are we supposed to do for those other two months? <laughs> you forgot what Felicity Huffman looks like. She's month? a blonde-haired, blue-eyed white woman. You wanted to go inside Jim Pop for three months? Look at this motherfucker one month. You fucking monster, be honest. Oh God damn, she's one of yours too. Oh my God, one what month. What the fuck, B? That's crazy, man. What are we talking about here? We talking about some little, uh, some dollars? Some some dollars to get a kid to get education. Some dollars. That's what we talking about. Oh wow! A few dollars. Fuck. Ab fucked all that off over some bullshit. We talking about a few dollars. And be honest, want to put somebody underneath the goddamn jail? <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> nah, man. You know, just so that to make an example of her, the prosecutor suggested thirty days. Wow. That's wild, man. All right, listeners, I made light of this. You know you were not going to listen to Black on Both Sides without some serious shit. You know you were not. That's not what we do here. So, there was a mother who was homeless. And she attempted to send her five-year-old to the school using an address that wasn't hers. Do you want to guess how much time not only was recommended, but that she got for doing this? She sent what now? Say the last part again. Do you want to know not only how much time was recommended, but how much time she got for sending a five-year-old to the wrong school with the wrong address? Uh, five years. Five years? Yeah, five years. That's and a, that's a this, stand, that's standard, th- though. What? That's standard. And we're suggesting 30 days. See, I I think that you were, last time we talked about this, you were making an argument about taxpayers. Right. See, the thing that you're, I think you're not understanding is that this bribery scandal is not just to private colleges. So, for example, my alma mater, University of Texas, was one of the targets for some of these families. So this is, Felicity Huffman is not in trouble just for what she did, but for part of being part of this ring, this conspiracy and she's only been, it's been proposed 30 days. Now, to me, how I feel about it is this is fucked up. That, you know, one woman is homeless, sends a five-year-old to a school based on a wrong address. She gets five years in prison. Right. Another woman who's circumventing not only state, but the federal government, you know, and, and, and paying all this money, you know, you know, Colleges, whether you're you're private or public, there is a certain amount of federal funds that go through. So she's engaging in a much larger scale, and the and the prosecutor suggests thirty days. This is a broken criminal justice system across yeah. the board. Yeah, and I haven't even said anything about the race of these people, but you already fucking know. Yeah, you already know. Well, I, I can can I can I just be candid and say that I don't think that that, that either one of those are felonies. That's fine. I just don't want the poor person of color who uses a wrong address to get five years in prison while the rich white woman who's in a much larger, broader, fraudulent bribery scheme across public and private institutions and, gets 
30 days. And more intentionally, uh, not evil, more intentionally. Uh, um, it's nefarious. She knew what she yeah. was doing. More importantly, she did not have to fucking do it. Right. Her kids may have gotten in on their own. Right. And the other woman, we're, what we're saying, for the people who don't understand what the other woman did, a lot of school districts will like, Almost like the equivalent of redlining. They'll they'll zone out certain kids so that they can't go to good schools. And what this parent did was she lied and said she lived on the other side of the zone so that her kid could go to that school. And they caught her, and it's a felony, and it's a five-year sentence. But we're guessing here. We're not even saying it's a good school. It's just a different school. Right. So wherever she lived, because remember I said she was homeless, you know, and I know Bianca probably doesn't agree with the, with the uh, school, the prison type situation. No, but I the agree. school system she was in, if her kid had to go, was probably a very, very, very bad school. And if you have children out there, you know, both of these parents are trying to do what they think is best for their kid. Right. I don't think anybody is going to argue rationally that that's not what's going on. Right. But my problem is, you know, the hypocrisy right. of... Of this one, that in theory is going to harm more people because she's part of a broader conspiracy to displace people at, you know, what I would call, so the, I believe the, the high school diploma has been replaced by the college degree. Right. So if we're talking about, you know, putting someone ahead in life, the best place to be put ahead in life is probably if you're able to get into a, a college or institution versus, um, grade school that, that one probably has more of a chance maybe that's debatable of impacting your immediate future maybe so i don't believe the harms are the same if we're going to call them harms and be honest i appreciate you saying you don't think either of these should be felonies but five years versus 30 days that's fucking insane. crazy to me yeah that's insane it is you know what else is insane uh be honest, remember that wall you wanted built? <laughs> that I wanted built. <laughs> okay. You wanted to build. You wanted to you wanted a symbol, a sign, you wanted people to know that what's what it what it is, where it isn't, who it is, and who it ain't. Right. I'm paraphrasing. And I just want to go back. So back when we were doing all that, well, you were doing all that, did did uh, violence and crimes and anything that factor into what you wanted to do, what you wanted to keep out at all? I'm yeah. just asking. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You want to keep crime out? Yeah. You know, maybe potential, you know, you know maybe maybe terrorists, maybe terrorism, maybe keep that out too. That's a good idea. Well, I don't know of any Central American terrorists other than the gangs, but maybe. That's terrorism. Okay, sure. All right. Um, did you hear what 45 did recently? Oh, boy. He canceled a meeting. Be honest. Who would you say in your best guess, your best estimate is probably... If you had a short list, like top five enemies of these here United States, just, just spitballing, just throwing shit at the wall, who would you say? Just spitballing. Enemies of the state? People, enemies of me and you. People that don't want to see me and you get it, period. Whether we black, white, brown, just because we Americans and we walk around and we got flags. Who, who wants to see us? Who wants to see us done in? Who are our enemies? <sighs> um, dumb black people. Bible. No, man. Oh, no. no. Keep it no. bigger. Outside these borders, man. Dumb black people, oh, oh. they part of us too. Not really. Not that really. nigga that was at Disneyland that was throwing bowls on his mama, his baby's mamas, and his relatives, he's, he's still he still got a flag. He's still American. Who who's who's coming after our chains, man? 
Nobody. That's not true, man. We got enemies. We black, got the black got deployments all over the United States. Who yeah. we got to keep a foot on? Outside of the United States, black people have enemies? I'm not talking about black people, man. I'm talking about Americans. Man, oh. you're, so racist. you're being so racist. I'm talking about Americans across the board, man. Well, it has to be United the United States. Old glory. Us, nigga. Fundamental, fundamental Islamists. Oh. You're talking like maybe ISIS? Yeah, ISIS, Taliban. Maybe the Taliban? All of the real strict fundamentalists, yes. Let me ask you a question, be honest. How would you feel if you if someone says we're going to let ISIS and Taliban in the country for just a, just for a little bit? Oh no, 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 just for a little, just for a second. I'm good. Appreciate it. Well, what's the worst that could happen? They just they just go let a little bit of ISIS, a little bit of Taliban. No, <laughs> nah, I'm good. I just want just want to holler at them real quick. Can you do that? I'm I, personally, I'm good. I don't need that. No. Okay, so it's like this. So we'll fly them over. Okay, we'll holler them real quick. You know, maybe shit. I don't know. Maybe go to McDonald's. You know, maybe, and then you know, send them back. You not down with that? No, I'm good. <sighs> Why? What's what's what are you what are you getting at? <sighs> so, unbeknownst to almost everybody, your president had invited the major Taliban leaders. To come have a secret meeting with him in Camp David. What? Secretary Mike, Mike Pompeo says the meeting was canceled and that that was ultimately the right decision. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so I'm not going to. B, do you think we need to break it down more for the listeners on why this is a terrible idea? Yeah, because I want to get to more to what I think Trump was trying to do. Okay, I may not agree with you. So, yeah, break it down. Well, this is a terrible idea because since September 11th, 2001, our sworn enemies have been the Taliban. Even though we killed bin Laden, that happened under President Obama. Even though the previous president, George W. Bush, sent a coalition of the willing to try to find him, couldn't find him, did find Saddam. Even now, you know, we have not eradicated the Taliban. To some extent, it's become annexed by ISIS, but it's still a thing. And because of the way that we run foreign policy under President Trump, we have not really been able to keep, you know, our eyes on all these balls at the same time. Right. So there has been a resurgence of the Taliban, and ISIS is kind of running unchecked. You haven't heard too much about that, though. These are our enemies. What was that? I haven't heard too much of that. Where are you seeing that that news? Well, you wouldn't see a lot of it. You've got to dig deep for it because it's not something that the Trump administration wants to publicize because it's not a win. And that's going to get to my second part on why I think this happened or almost happened. Um, if you look in any type of um, commentary on the military and, and global politics, particularly in the Middle East, you will very easily – so you can try BBC, BBC America – uh, perhaps CNN. I don't know what you'll get from Fox. You could try there if you're, if you're so inclined. Um, but yeah, there's a rise in the Islamic State, ISIS, and there's a rise in the Taliban because they're just running unchecked. We're not deploying more troops. Trump ran on a promise that he was not going to escalate these things. And so we don't, we're not really putting more troops in these areas. Um, and so, you know, 
you're not able to mobilize. We need to mobilize. You know, he's trying to pull us out of places like Afghanistan and, and, and such. And so we're kind of destabilizing what was not very stable. Right. So the point of all of that is that, you know, these are our sworn enemies. They always have been since 9-11. Never forget. And so they mean they do not want to have a deal with Americans. The only deal they want is get the fuck out of their country. One. Two, they also would really, 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 really like us to adopt Sharia law. <laughs> yeah, whatever. So there's no compromise. These are enemies. So what I believe Trump was trying to do is, you know, B, I'm sure you see this. The economy may or may not be headed for a recession. It's a little sketchy right now. It's unclear. Right. It's unclear what the economy is going to look like in 2020 during the election year. Trump is apparently, sources say, concerned about it because uh, that's one of the things that he says, this is good under me. Um, the border wall. Even though funds have been allocated from the military, there is now backlash because the military is somehow diverting funds from schools, I guess, on these bases to help build this thing. So all in all, Trump is running out of things to point to as wins for the election. And his biggest thing was the economy. And he's deathly afraid that may tank. So what I believe Donald Trump was trying to do was he was trying to have some sort of thing that looked like a deal, kind of like North Korea. Remember, he met with, with Kim Jong-un right. and all this pomp and circumstance, and then there was nothing to show for it at all. There was no agreement on anything. I believe he was looking for a similar type of photo op, and I believe that the generals and the security team, and maybe even Pompeo, fuck, maybe even Bolton, talked him out of doing this horrible thing for for clout, for a, a photo op, to say, look, I did this. I'm doing this. Right. That's what I think this was about. Okay. Okay. I hear what you're saying. What do you think about this? Well, I have I have two issues with what you were saying. And I'm going to go back to, you know, other things you said that maybe not aren't as pertinent, but mean something to me. So I've never seen an opportunity for the left-leaning liberal press to not give it to Trump to not accuse him of doing something. So if all of this hate, hatred of the U.S. and, and ISIS and Sharia law and, and um, Taliban resistance fighters, and if all that stuff is on the uptick, the liberal media would be killing that right now. They would be saying, yo, we abandoned the, the Middle East and now this is what's happening. But I haven't heard any of that. Uh, you shouldn't have to go hunt for that. They should be throwing that in your face right now. See, if, right? I may, if I may chime in real quick, okay. we have so many other issues. We can't get to that. That's right. how, what I would say is rebuttal of that. We have so many issues here. Like what, a hurricane? What 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 issues? You know, what mass issues? shootings, those types uh, of things. None of that. None of that is more important. None of that is more important than than potential threat of anti-American resistance building. Being foreign policy is not sexy to the layperson. Right. So liberal media, it conservative was, it media, was a few years they're catering to lay people and what lay people want to hear one way or the other. Mm, I disagree. I think people want to hear about that. But here's the second thing, though. Uh, I don't know that it's a bad idea 
to get your enemy in a room. I think it's actually a good idea to get your enemy in, in a room. In the United States? Yes. I think that the problem, the problem that most people have in life is communication. I think that's the problem that most people have, whether it be your marriage or those two guys who are beefing on the street or whatever it is, the biggest problem most of us have, our disagreements come from lack of communication. So anytime you can get the enemy in a room to give you the time to actually speak back and forth, I think that is a good thing. I think that's much better than seeing them on the battlefield. I'm not saying that it would have been positive, but I'm saying that at least we would have overcome the, the lack of communication part of the issue. At that point, if it's not a lack of if it's no longer a lack of communication, then fine. But at least we have to try to talk. Another thing that bothers me about what you're saying and what it seems like the implication is here is that for years, and I'm talking about since Vietnam, Americans have been fucking bitching and crying about pulling our troops home, mind our fucking business. We don't need to be in all these places. So now you're saying that Trump is lightening up the load on foreign policy when it comes to our enemies, and everybody's going to be mad about that too? So like this, is, it literally is damned if you do, damned if you don't, if you're Trump. Because if he successfully brought our, more of our troops home, where we have skeleton crews in all these places, that would be a good thing 10 years ago. Everybody would have been happy. You said you were going to... I remember I was so fucking furious at Bush for not bringing our troops home when he said he was going to, and in fact, sending them over again for weapons of mass destruction, et cetera, et cetera, or whatever. They were furious at him for that. And Obama wasn't able to bring troops home either. In fact, he deployed more troops. So now Trump actually has the ability to pull troops home, but instead of giving him a win, we say... What are you doing? Now they're building up. It's like literally you are damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. And it's it's ridiculous to hear this. And, it, and I hate that you put me on this side because now you're making me and Isaiah Washington be the same guy. But I don't want to be the same as Isaiah Washington. And I don't want Matt Barnes to come for me. Okay. So I hear what you're saying. The, the issue with your interpretation of pulling out troops from the Middle East is that this is complicated. Right. Um, foreign policy is not something that is just straightforward. And when you destabilize a region, today's friends are tomorrow's enemies. Tomorrow's enemies may be today's friends. So pulling troops in or out is not checkers at all. It's chess. Who said it's checkers, though? No, what I'm saying is it's not straightforward. You can't always do what sounds like it makes sense in the short term to sacrifice the long term. And so what I'm saying that Trump has done with regards to foreign policy is that, one, his entire administration is understaffed. You can find that anywhere. That he's, he's not running with the full staff. Almost all of his advisors are interim. They have an interim title, almost all of them. And so he never ran on any actual real foreign policy. Right. And he has no interest in real foreign policy, probably because it's just he just doesn't find it interesting. Agreed. If it's not business-related foreign policy, he doesn't give a shit about the other stuff. I agree. So let's compare bringing the Taliban, well, one. Well, let me go back. So the second thing is, yes, it's good to meet with people and have communications. Be honest, there is literally hundreds of thousands of either neutral locations or locations outside the capital of the United States where you could meet with enemies. You could have been on a, a carrier outside the Middle East 
A carrier, you know this, no matter where it goes, that's a piece of America, is it not? It is. There are so many, but he didn't want to do it that way for a couple of reasons. One, maybe he didn't want to travel. Or maybe he's scared. I'd be scared. Then why me if you're scared? Because it has to be done. Does it? It does. I think you had that. I, I, I stand on I my lack of presence. president is a thought. He was going to do it for clout. And thank God he fucking listened to somebody who knew some shit about foreign policy, defense, and optics who talked him out of another failed photo op attempt with a goddamn dictator or enemy of the United States like Kim Jong-un. So, no, be honest, I don't think he was trying to do anything other than get a goddamn photo opportunity so he could have something to point to in the 2020 election because he doesn't have much. He doesn't have much successes to show, particularly if the economy goes in the tank. And it looks like it may. I'm not happy about that, but it may. So if that happens, he's got nothing positive to point to because he fulfills almost none of his campaign promises. I don't agree with you. I think the prison reform is pretty important. That was not a campaign promise. But that's, and that's what it's not that, something his base wanted. It's something he's done, though. But that's not a campaign promise, not something his base wanted. I think it's good. I don't know if it, if it satisfies your idea for what his base wants or what campaign promises are, and if that's even important at all, since most presidents don't ever live up to their campaign promises. He hasn't I lived think, up to any of his campaign promises. Even the wall won't be built by the time the election starts. I think the, the prison reform is pretty good. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it has nothing to do with his platform, what he ran on, and what he plans to run on in 2020. Economy Even, is pretty good, too. We, we keep getting threatened of a, of a recession, but mm, my money looks fine right now. Let's Talk to me in, in six months. Yeah, we'll put an asterisk on that. Yeah, you know, I don't to want to months. necessarily— The thought of recession does not make me happy. No, But at the same not. time, it only can go so long before it has to come back. That's normally how these things go. Yeah, but that's and I remind flow. you that, that at England— is about to globally fuck some shit up with this whole Brexit thing, which may or may not be happening. But recessions and and good times come and go. That's ebb and flow. It happens to every president, and any any president can get it. It's not, you know what I'm saying? It's not only for the bad presidents. I understand, but that's not it. how most voters view the economy and in, in an election year. I think if the that economy I, is good, normally, normally, uh -huh. the incumbent wins. Right, right. So if the economy goes south then Trump has a problem because he needs to come up with things he can point to and say, this is good. So you've given one, prison reform. I don't fucking think he's going to run on that. I don't think that's going to be part of his 2020 campaign. Right. But that would be one thing that you've come up with that is, doesn't appear on its face to be all bad. And, I the will other, and, that. and the other thing is definitely the economy. But if it does tank, he's fucked. And so I get back to this doing it for clout. So if you can't run on the economy or not sure if, you, if you're going to be able to, what does a Republican run on? Defense. Yeah, but I still, I, I, I still see the value in him meeting with Kim Jong-un. It didn't work out the way that we wanted it to, but it also didn't start a nuclear war, which is what you guys said it was going to. I think well, that wait, 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 wait. Who the hell said they, they can't even get an intercontinental ballistic missile to Hawaii? What are you talking about? What I'm saying is, is the meeting was necessary because you have got no, no, to. No, 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 no. You said start a nuclear war. That was very specific. Well, yeah, that's what that's what that's what you and the they rest have of the rich uranium to start to want to become nuclearized. But even if they did get a nuke, they're really only only uh, dangerous to their immediate neighbors. Right. They don't have intercontinental ballistic missiles. Right, but they you can't reach Hawaii. 
But you and the rest of your liberal pack were saying that it was, you know, destination doom. But you know what I'm saying? So now you backed off that. But what I'm saying is, is I remember a few months ago, and we can just, you know, rewind to episode five or 10 or whatever episode it was, where that's what, you know, the sky was falling because Trump was meeting with the enemy. What I'm saying is you must meet with the enemy. I don't know of any other leaders that, that, that are willing to so openly do it. And if it means it's on American soil or on sovereign ter- carrier territory or whatever, I don't care. Just get in the room. Start, a convers- start the dialogue. Say something. It may be foolish, but say something. Don't bring terrorists into the national to the into the national capital. That's my takeaway. That's my that's my last comment on it. Don't fucking bring terrorists into the into the to the capital of the United States for a goddamn photo op. And I don't do that, that. I know that I've used this word twice now in this in this episode, but if it's the catalyst that creates the that, that is the change that we need. for extreme Islam terror. Okay, yep. buddy. Yep. If it's the catalyst, then Didn't you fighting some of this shit. Yes. Are you are you trying to tell me you think Islamic extremists want to make a deal? What I think is we need to mind our business. But when when somebody says that now you're like no Trump's mind. That's why they they've built up their. I think we should have been been minding our business. The reason why we go on our six month cruises over there and we stand watch, all we're doing is just putting our dick on the table. You can literally see the people that we that we park our big ass carrier group in front of and they're on their ports and they come out and they see these huge ships and these monstrous things and they're like oh man the United States is, is is crazy powerful and then we go through the Suez Canal and you see the Arab people on one side and the Africans on the other side running alongside because you can kind of still see it's not close where you'd want to swim it but the Suez Canal is close enough to where you can see what's going through the canal from either the I believe the Saudi Arabia side or the Africa side and these people just see this huge fucking carrier group come through that's aircraft carrier destroyers frigates the subs all that's coming through the Suez Canal and they're seeing the might of the United States then we go over to the other side Jabal Ali and Oman and Abu Dhabi and Bahrain and Dubai we park our ships right on their piers and and they get to see how big and giant the only thing we're doing is putting our dick on the table and we're not the police officer for the entire world or are we if we are fine if we're not mind our business there can't be a, there can't be that middle ground, which is what you're saying is is delicate and is tender. It can't be tender. Either we're the police officers for the world, or we're not. Either way, if we don't start having the conversation, though, we're never going to get anywhere other than being the police officer of the world, which is what we are right now. Sometimes your dick gets blown off. Sometimes it does. Nine eleven. Sometimes it and does. And the other thing is, you're trying to apply logic and reason. <laughs> <laughs> what I just told you were extremist people of an extremist position that's not based on logic and reason is actually based on spirituality and quote unquote God given law. Ironically, that's not too different from what you know evangelicals are, but it is what it is. Well, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. So, do you believe that the reason why 9 11 happened was because we were fucking around in other people's countries, or do you think it was bound to happen anyway? No, I believe the reason is because we were fucking around in their country specifically. We've been fucking around in countries since the fifties. We've been fighting these. All right, B. We're not gonna. We don't. We've been running for a while for us to go <laughs> down this path. For us to have to unwind Table. United States, you know, geopolitical politics since roughly nineteen fifty. And it. that, my friend, I, 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 I need, I need, I need some green stuff. 
and some liquor to do that with you tonight. So table we'll, it. We'll, we'll save ta- that for another show. Yeah, we'll table it. Listeners, let us know what you think. Good idea, bad idea. Inviting the Taliban to Camp David for a photo op. <laughs> Should have brought or Giannis thinks to talk about it. Hey, why y'all blowing us up? <laughs> Should invite him to Hooters. You know what? That could solve some shit. They could. But you know, in the, they 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 fly. They people get flewed over all the time. They be putting salmons in people's asses. And that's a, we talked about this. <laughs> Listen, it's been black on both sides. We appreciate it. Been a long time. Well, we, we'll 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 holler at you sooner than later next time. Black on both sides, where nothing is black and white. <laughs>